What's going on, everybody? Welcome once again to Studio 124 with me, your boy, Antoine McGee. I want to thank everybody from the bottom of my heart for following me, subscribing to the YouTube channel. If you have not done so, go ahead and do that. It's Studio 124 on YouTube. I also want to thank everybody for just downloading and just showing mad love. It's been much, much appreciated since I transitioned from conversations at the table to conversations at the table. Sorry, I'm mumbling to <laughs> Studio 124. I appreciate you guys. And guess what? Happy New Year. Happy 2023. Wow, man. So much has transpired since 2022 up until 2023. And God's been good. He's been really, really good to me. I know he's been good to you. If you are still here today, God is good and he has a purpose for you. Many, many people have lost their lives. I've lost loved ones. I've lost friends. We've seen celebrities come and go like crazy since 2019. But the fact that we're still here right now means that God still has more for us to do. So let's make sure we're doing all those things. And also, if you have not done so right now, go ahead and let somebody know that there's a new episode out. Go ahead and tag me on Instagram, Studio 124 Podcast. Hit me up on YouTube, Studio 124. Uh, my personal Instagram is Antoine T. McGee if you want to follow me there as well. I'm there. Don't have a TikTok yet. Working on that. We're going to see how it goes. It's just me managing everything. And it's a little hard, but we're going to see how that goes. All right, guys. So it's the new year first week of the new year and this episode was supposed to come out on monday but had some technical difficulties and also uh had a little busy schedule so i had to shift some things up and i'm recording it tonight and i wanted to do something a little different with this episode as it is a solo one uh we do have some guests coming up on the next couple but i wanted to do something different to just inspire you guys and to encourage you to do something that you have not done before, or maybe looking at your situation in a different way. Uh, so the episode is uh, called secure the bag. And we're going to talk about how we are going to secure the bag in 2023. And you may be thinking, Oh, money, stuff like that. Yeah. Money's part of it, but we're going to look at it from a different angle. So I hope you guys are ready, get ready to buckle up and it's going to, Give you a forewarning now. It's going to seem a little preachy. It might seem like I'm teaching you some principles or something like that, but that's part of how God has created me. That's part of my creativity, and I'm not going to hide behind it. I'm not going to uh, try to be commercial with this uh, podcast because it's not just about me. This is something that God had told me to do. So when he inspires me to share a message with you all, on this platform, I'm going to do it. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. So secure the bag. Um, I heard it a long time ago, you know, in raps with Jay-Z, Drake, Future, Lil Baby, all these different people. I don't really particularly like Future or Lil Baby like that, but <laughs> I just happened to hear it just on the radio. and I had to do some research and look up, you know, what it was about. I knew automatically it was about um, money, but there's a little bit more to it than that. Secure the bag is refers to someone getting what they want 
um, also making money or achieving a goal. It is more or less a synonym for getting that bread, right? Um, and some people even use uh, you fumbled the bag or meaning you failed to secure it. Uh, this is a term, as I already stated, that's more often heard in raps and rhymes, in hip hop, and even sometimes in R&B now, because we got some R&B singers who are now rappers. Uh, what up with that? We got to talk about that. I mean, it's cool to be versatile, uh, but if you're an R&B singer, sing R&B. <laughs> <laughs> I might get in trouble for that one, but I don't care. Uh, but typically at the end of the year, I traditionally seek God for a theme. Sorry, I was a little warm in here. Wasn't picking my nose or nothing. Uh, I traditionally seek God for a theme. Um, I remember in 2019, it was, um, ooh, what was it? 2019 was obedience. Uh, 2020 was, uh, access granted for me, meaning God was giving me access to some things, which he did do. Uh, 2021 was the year of the, of dope being disciplined, obedient, patient, and empowered. And this year, um, I didn't really seek God for it because I believe this year, is the combination of all those years put together. Uh, and then when I was asking, he really didn't say much, but he did speak through uh, his vessels this year. You know, my pastor, Bishop David G. Evans said, it's a new wave of glory. But then there was another man whom I love dearly, uh, who spoke into my life as well. Uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes. And yes, the Bishop T.D. Jakes. I know a lot of Christians, a lot of uh, hardcore uh, Christians, those fire and brimstone judgy people who are looking for angles to call him commercial because he parties with Diddy and all those other things. Y'all cut that out. Keep your name off that man of God, uh, because you wouldn't want God to turn his back on you. But that's all I'm going to say there. He spoke a wonderful message, a powerful message about uh, being a steward uh, for of a change of a chance, I'm sorry, steward of a chance for New Year's Eve. And it has blown me away and is partly uh, added to what I'm going to talk about today. And one of the things I love about the New Year is that people get a fresh start. People um, have a new sense of hope. But one of the things I dislike about the New Year is that people don't are not realistic about their goals. So studies say that most of the time, 16% of the people with new year's resolutions or new goals, it's only 16% of them that actually achieve them and accomplish them, accomplish them. The other percentage don't, they stop after February, they stop after March, they stop shoot. Sometimes they stop mid January because it's so much for them to do. And I was wondering why people fail at achieving their simplistic goals and even some complicated ones, you know, right now the gyms are packed. Can't even pick up a dumbbell <laughs> right now. Um, supermarkets are getting bombarded and taking out all the fresh produce because everybody wants to eat healthy. Um, you see people taking care of their, their, their health, drinking more water and walking and, all these different things that people are doing. People are writing more, reading more just because 
it's a new year and they want to try something different. And that's great. But what happens in the middle of the year? What happens after next week? What happens when difficulty comes and people start to slip off the wagon? And I was like, God, what's going on? Cause I'm one of those people. Uh, all my goals have not been achieved. Like I've been trying to lose significant amount of weight for the past few years. Like, yeah, I'm gonna get in the gym. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I will start real strong and flop. I'm considerably in shape, but I'm also considerably out of shape. <laughs> so, uh, in wondering why pe- most people fail, um, I think it's because they fail to think. Just that simple. They fail to think. They are so enamored about the goal behind um, trying to accomplish these things such as I'm going to just use fitness. For example, you know, my goal is to look like Michael B. Jordan. My goal is to have legs that like super toned thighs and bristling biceps and my, a butt chest. You know, I'm trying to be strong. I'm trying to take the shirt off and be like, mm, I got abs, a six pack. Right. <laughs> and they don't think what it's going to take to get that done. Yes. It's working out every day consistently, but there's also some other things you need to do. There's a mindset that contributes to that. There are habits and disciplines that contribute to that going to sleep on time, um, drinking your water, um, making sure you're doing the right supplements to help you in getting that your vitamins, your stretching, um, getting a trainer if necessary learning the necessary workouts and things that will contribute to building that body up. Right. But most of the time we just get in the gym and we get started. You know, I'm trying to get there and try to get here and we waste money month after month, time after time, plates of food. We got, we got containers out the wazoo trying to meal prep. And then we wonder why we're not yielding results is because we have not fully thought the thing out. And that's even the same thing with finances. Oh, I want to save a thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, three thousand dollars. So we go online and find ways to save ten thousand dollars. Okay, you got to put twenty five dollars a weekend or twenty five dollars a day, and by the end of the year, you'll have twenty grand. That's great, but if you don't count the cost of what that twenty five dollars every day, every day for the rest of the year, you're putting away twenty five dollars. Most of us won't be able to do that or sustain it because when funds get low, we would try to grab something or if we want to buy something. We dip into that, that, that fund. Hey, I'm guilty. But these are the reasons why we, we don't succeed in life is because we fail to think Jesus tells um, people who he's teaching, you know, what person does not set out to build a building and does not count the cost. You have to count the cost for your success. God wants us to prosper and prosper means success. He wants us to be successful in everything that we do, but he also wants us to think. He wants us to get to a place where we are thinking so clearly, where we're thinking all all the details out and we're mixing that in with our faith. We're mixing it in with what we're being uh, told and what we're hearing from him and with our goals and dreams. And we have everything on the table. And we're planning effectively, but also executing effectively. 
And then we're getting our mindset right to meet those goals because you can have an effective plan, but your mindset be jacked up to the point where you sabotage yourself. TD Jake says something amazing in his new year's Eve message. He said, many people are not afraid to fail. They're more so afraid to succeed. I'm gonna let that sit for a second. More people are afraid to succeed than they are to fail because in success, that means you have to keep it up. When you fail, you fail backwards into your place of comfortability, which is why many of us have not progressed into the areas that we want to progress in. And I'm not talking about just you guys who are listening to this podcast or watching me on YouTube. I'm talking about myself. There's a lot of areas in my life where I could have progressed and could have pressed in, but through fail, the, the fear of failure and also the fear of success and also with me not thinking things clearly, I have not even progressed to the heights of what I know my potential is. And then wonder why I'm up in the middle of the night, frustrated, can't sleep, aggravated, comparing myself to other people or wanting more. When I should be sitting down with a pen and a paper or with a book, particularly this book, that's a Bible um, and thinking things out, seeking out wise counsel. God has placed a lot of people in your lives. Look at the, your circle. Look at the people who you have access to. It could be a boss, could be a supervisor, could be shoot, could be the janitor in your building or the maintenance person in your building, could be a neighbor, could be a grandparent, could be an aunt, could be a friend, could be a mentor, it could be a pastor, it could be a CEO that you know, a content creator that you may not know, but you're able to follow who are very wise and give good counsel. But we fail to ask. We fail to seek things out properly and then use them. I'm not saying everybody does it, but the vast majority, the percentage is percentage is that 16% of the people in America or better yet in the world achieve their goals. I thought maybe, maybe just maybe I'm going to do my part in educating those that I'm responsible for. Cause I know millions of people aren't going to listen to this. I know I'm not going to touch the nations with this one episode. If that happens, glory to God. Amen. Get me syndicated. Get me the bag. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I got a wedding to pay for, but <laughs> I'm just being honest. But if it, if it doesn't happen that way, but I educate one person, I help one person to change their mindset. I've achieved my goal because I'm only doing this for those who my voice is assigned to and those that will listen to. So here's some things that I found in the Bible and some points and some uh, things that you can take away on how to secure the bag. First thing you need to do is identify what the bag is and what's in it. And then also identify, can you carry it? So I'm going to break that down again. What is the bag? What are you trying to secure? Are you trying to secure your fit, your health? Are you trying to secure more finances? Are you trying to secure more joy? Are you trying to secure more peace? Are you trying to secure a successful relationship, a home, a car, a business, a book, an album, a YouTube channel, you name it. 
whatever you're trying to secure, you need to identify that first. This is what I want to have in my possession. This is what I want to achieve by this time, the following year in 2024, I want to be here, right? You identify that, identify what needs to contribute to securing that what's in there. So if it's your fitness, that means you got to be disciplined in your sleep. That means you got to be disciplined in your eating habits. That means you have to be disciplined in working out almost daily, taking your rest days, stretching, pushing yourself in fitness, right? Figuring out what works for you because everything doesn't work for everybody. If it's your finances, how do I save more money? How do I make myself more marketable on the job? How do I make myself a more better candidate for those high paying ends? Or how do I start a business on the side? What do I have in my possession? What do I have at home right now? What can I do better or just as good than anybody else? And how can I make that into a lucrative business? Lucrative meaning you're making money doing something that you love. You're making money easy. You're making easy money. It's, it's just effortless. I got a testimony behind that. Like my, my fiance decided that she wanted to do a baking business. And of course, because she wanted to do it, I supported her and I'm a part of it as well. It's called hubby and honeys. Y'all check us out. We on Instagram, hubby and honeys on Instagram. Check us out. We do uh, all types of baking goods. And just in November alone, between October, when we started up until Thanksgiving and even Christmas, I believe we cleared almost two, three G's just from October to December. And that helped us pay off some things for our wedding. So if you get what I'm saying, like it's attainable, you got to look at what's in your hands, look at what's in your heart and you build it, you do it, you do what you have to do. That's what I mean by what's in that bag. What do you have to put in it? Right. And then you got to also consider because it's a bag. Can I carry it? Can I sustain this thing for longevity or is what I put in it or what I'm putting into this to secure it going to be too heavy? Hmm. I'm helping myself because this ain't even in the notes. Okay. <laughs> so I found a few scriptures. I found a few principles in the Bible, but also some things that God spoke to me to share with you all. And we're going to go actually physically go to the word right now. And this is Joshua one eight and I'm reading out of the new living translation. So um, those that are trying to follow along, you can follow along uh, with this, or you can look it up later. Joshua, one eight that's in the old testament okay joshua one eight in hold on let me find the verse lord the blinding light up here is messing my eyesight up okay here we go it says study this book of instruction this is god talking to joshua study this book of instruction continually meditate on it day and night so you will be day and night so you'll be sure to obey everything written in it only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. So God is telling Joshua to read, to study, to be a student of the book of the books of law that God gave through Moses to study this book, to study it day and night, meditate on it, soak it in, chew it, 
squeeze all the juice out of it, get every piece of nutrients out of it so that you can obey it, follow it, be secure in it, and then you will be prosperous or successful and then succeed in all you do, not a little bit, all that you do, right? So we break those things down. Joshua, God is really telling Joshua to start thinking and doing for the change that he's telling him he's going to have in this book of Joshua. I'm not going to preach the book of Joshua. That's for somebody else to do at another time. I have taught it before, but I'm not going to teach it right now. So point number one or number two, rather, is use your mind differently. Think of your mind as the map to your destiny. It is the roadmap to your destiny and destiny is a part of purpose, right? So our thoughts can either make us or break us, push us towards, push us towards our goals or hold us back. Uh, we've been created to think and the way that we think impacts our lives. You can have all the potential, all the talents, all the resources, all the advantages in the world. But if you cannot think clearly, if you cannot process, if you cannot effectively discern between one thing and another, what's right and what's wrong, you will not be successful. And if you cannot properly think enough to plan and think enough to focus, which is point number two, your thoughts should produce an intense focus, focus on the goal, focus on the details of your plans, right? So focus determines your reality. Shout out to Qui-Gon Jinn. He, <laughs> he said that to Anakin Skywalker in Empire, I'm not Empire, in the episode one of Star Wars. And our thoughts, our thoughts and what we continually think about, we eventually become. The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Meaning, as you think, you become. As you think, you become. So thinking on God continually allows you to become more God-like. And it's an act of faith. What did Joshua, what did the book say in Joshua? To meditate on it, think on it, read it day and night. So the more and more our minds become fixed on the things of God, on what God is calling us to do, the more and more we become more like him, our thoughts have the ability to become his our ways have the ability to become his because he's giving us permission to think on his level when we want to he gives us that permission because he's given us the the word of god which are his thoughts concerning us right the other thing that you need to do is remove negativity Remove it from your life, negativity in all aspects, you know, surround yourself with people who think the same way that you do uh, put away negative things, negative people, protect your mind from all matters of negativity. Like even like when I'm scrolling on TikTok and I find something negative, nope, mm -mm. Instagram, nope, I'm watching the news and something ain't good. Nope. I don't want to think about it. I hear bad news or negative thinking, I'm not going to surround myself with it because eventually, even though they say your mind is a sponge when you're younger, your mind is just as absorbent when you're older. 
the more and more you're around the thing, the more and more you begin to say it. For instance, I say, you know, a lot because my fiance says it. I used to say word a lot because the people around me would say word. I didn't notice how much I said John, which is the <laughs> vernacular for Jersey and Philly. I didn't notice how much I said John until I was in Atlanta. And people were like, what's a John? And why do you say John all the time? Because it's just something that was said around me that just, I repeated. So what I'm trying to do is give you some practical ways of how these, how your mind can absorb negativity if you're not careful. And God tells us what to think on in Philippians 4, 8, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are true, good report, all those things. I'm not going to break it all the way down, but it's in there. Philippians 4, 8. And then lastly, just really hone in on the fact that we've been created to think God's a thinking God. He thought everything through before he said, let there be light. He didn't just start speaking. He knew what he wanted. He had the plan for up in here and in here, the heart, he had both. He had it resting in him. He was secure with it. He knew exactly what he wanted. And then he began to speak and things began to happen. A lot, I think a lot of times we don't meet our goals because we just speak everything out without really, really, like I said, mapping it out in our minds. The mind is beautiful. The mind is a beautiful tool. It can be honed to be sharp, or if you don't use it, it can be dull and ineffective. But if you use that thing, if you hone in on your mind, if you hone in on the things that you're supposed to do, like reading certain books, having access to different podcasts and different YouTube channels, dude, the amount of information that's out here right now, you can become a genius or a master at anything. If you really, really set aside the time to do so, because we've been created to think Bishop Jake says something in his message. And I'm going to use it. This last part that he says is that the, the life that you want, is trapped in between your ears. Meaning if your mind changes, your life will change. If your mindset and attitude change about everything in your life, your life will begin to change. The reason why that job is so terrible is because you speak on it every day. Yes, it could be rough. It could be something you don't want to do, but you speak negative negatively about it every day. It becomes a negative place. You speak terrible about your boss and she becomes she or he or them become terrible bosses. You speak negative things about your family. You, your family becomes a negative family. You speak negative things about your wife or your husband. They become a source of negativity. You speak negativity about yourself consistently. You become a very negative, toxic person. So. In thinking for a change and trying to secure the bag, you got to master the war between your ears, which means you got to protect your eyes. You got to protect your ears and you got to watch what comes out of your mouth because we've been created to think. And we'd be and a part of that. We've been created to impart in everybody else's life because the light that's in you 
shines bright. And when you allow it to shine bright, it allows other people to say, oh, such and such is doing that. So why can't I? You know, we I say this all the time. If he did it for one person, I know he could do it for somebody else. Or if such and such can achieve this goal, they got the same amount of time as I have. They have the same almost the same um, obstacles and things up against them. If they can do it, I can do it because that's how you start to produce positivity in your life. You know, we, we hear about Tyler Perry who had a different mindset and he was living out of his car. Now he's one of the wealthiest men in the world because he thought his way through it. He started to write his way out. He started to do things. I know a young lady by the name of Deanna Braxton. You've heard her name before. She began to write her way out of poverty. Come on, man. Writing your way out of poverty. I know somebody else by the name of Desmond Dennis who started doing YouTube. He's from Jersey. Y'all know him. That baby shark. That's him. Look him up. I mean, shout out to Desmond. I mean, get on the show, bro. Matter of fact, y'all go ahead and, and tag him everywhere at Desmond Dennis and tell him to get on studio One Twenty Four So we could talk about that. Cause that's the homie. And he took concepts. He took nursery rhymes. He took the things that he grew up with. He took all his life experiences and created such a wonderful body of work, great content. And it has shaped his entire world. He was been on YouTube awards and flying out here, flying out there was able to establish a great life and legacy for his family, his wife and his son. And what I'm trying to say is if they can do it, so can you, but you got to start thinking on the level that you want to go. You got to start thinking on it. You got to start doing it because it's possible. And if you don't, you will continue to fail, continue to fail. All right. Let me see. Where am I at? So like God, um, yeah. So like God, we have the ability to create with our thoughts. When we think things through and begin to speak and it is full in our hearts, we have the, the ability to create. So the goals that you have can be achieved when your thought life is different. You can secure the bag very easily, but you got to overcome that mindset. You got to build a different mind. I'm reminded of the matrix, you know, when Neo, uh, first gets unplugged and Morpheus is doing all types of things, you know, that fighting scene and the jump scene. And he's saying, I'm trying to free your mind, free his mind from what, from the control of the matrix, the thing that had his mind bound. He's trying to free him from it, to show him what's possible, to show him that he can move faster and show him that he can be stronger, show him that he can defy the odds, the gravity, and he can jump across buildings. If he wants to, he can fly. If he wants to, he can stop and dodge bullets, which we know he does later on because he's the one, but you see what I'm saying? You got to free your mind from the things that's holding you back. Stop saying to yourself, you can't do it because you can stop saying to yourself that nothing good comes from your family. <laughs> People used to say that about Jesus all the time when they heard he was from Nazareth. They would say, could anything good come from it? 
could anything good come from this place that this person is from while he's doing all these great things, healing, the healing, the sick, raising the dead, um, opening, uh, blind eyes, unstopping deaf ears, the lame are standing and walking and lepers are cleansed and pe- demons are freed. They had the audacity to still say, can anything good come from this place? Because where he's from had a reputation and just like where we're, our upbringing has a reputation, but you can defy those odds when you start thinking for a change to secure the bag that you're trying to secure in 2023. You know what, what the bag is. You know what you need to overcome. I don't. I wish I, I could call out everything that everybody was going through, but it don't work like that. <laughs> Maybe one day if the Lord graces me to do that. But in reality, you know what you need to overcome. You know what you need to fix. You know what you need to do. So why not start now doing it? Go back over your goals again. Go back over your plan for 2023 and really, really sit down and think that thing through. And maybe just maybe you may need to scale back some and focus on two things instead of four. Or figure out, okay, I need to achieve this. So I got to do this first, this first, this first, do that first, need to do this. And then boom, all those things together. I got the bag. It's mine. I've accomplished it. And then after you accomplish the bag, I want to challenge you to sew it. What does that mean? Help someone else secure that either that same bag or whatever they're trying to secure, whatever they're trying to do. I don't care if it's finances. I don't care if they're trying to read five or six books in a year. I don't care if they're trying to write a thing. If whatever you overcome, share it with someone else. Continue this type of thing because that's the only way we're going to get better. You and I are the people that the world is waiting for. I'm going to say it again. Phew. Feel the Holy Ghost. You and I are the people the world is waiting for. How long will we sleep? How long will we wait? How long? Will we allow our mindset to hold us back and keep us captive? You have all the potential in the world right now to be exactly who you need to be and who God has called you to be. Why don't you do it? It's a brand new year, which means you have a brand new opportunity. You have more time ahead of you now. Listen, if COVID couldn't take you out, Sickness couldn't take you out. Accidents, bullets, natural disasters, wherever you're listening from, if you are still alive right now with breath in your body, the full capability in your body, that means you have a chance to change your life. And it starts with that mindset of yours. That's how we take 16% to 50 and 50 to 75 and 75 to a hundred. When we really sit down and do what we have to do. And some of us, it's not going to be grand what we do. It's not going to be something that's Instagram worthy and TikTok post worthy. For some of us, it's going to be groundwork, dirty work, 
stuff that we're not really proud to really share right away, but things that are necessary. Mm. I wasn't trying to go that deep today, y'all, but listen to me. You can do it. You can do it. I never thought I'd be podcasting, but I'm doing it now. I never thought I would be uh, getting a master's degree in divinity, but I'm doing it right now. Maybe fumbling my way through it. I got to get that bag tight, get that bag secured, but I'm doing it by the Lord's grace. Never thought I would have more than one job, but I'm doing it. Never thought I would be getting married, but it's about to happen. (laughs) You know, never thought these things. But God has graced me to do some amazing things in life. Have I had some, some incredible lows? Yes. Have I had insane heights? Yes. Do I still need to secure a couple bags? I do. Do I still need to think things through? Yes. So let's take that challenge right now. Let's begin to count the costs and follow through and change our mindsets so that we can be different people. Hmm. Well, y'all, I think I am done with y'all. <laughs> I'm done with y'all, man. I think I'm done. But as we come to a close, what's in your heart? Do it. What's in your hands? Build it and use it. And what's in your mind? Think yourself clear. Pray yourself hot. Let yourself go. Those are the words of my pastor. Well, this has been Antoine McGee with the Studio 124 podcast. Thank y'all so much for being here. Thank y'all so much for listening. Remember, this can be your best year. Naturally, your best year financially, your best year physically in your health. But you got to change that mindset and get after that bag. Go out there and secure it. Sew it. Do what you need to do. I love you with the love of the Lord. And in the words of DJ Khaled, stay focused, secure your bag because they don't want you. They want you to fail and they don't want us to win. We the best <laughs> in the words of DJ Khaled. Um, and I'll see you all on the next episode. 